Hi, I'm Lynette White. Hi, I'm Dr. Renee Bryant. And we are your hosts for the Ed Branding Podcast. Which is all about amplifying connections, voices, and stories and education. And if you haven't already, follow the Ed Branding Podcast on your favorite podcast platform so you know when our episodes drop. And also, please uh, like and subscribe our YouTube channel, the Ed Branding Channel. And on this episode of the Ed Branding Podcast, we have Michael Lubelfeld on with us. Michael Lubelfeld, EDD, has served as a public school superintendent in Illinois since 2010. In addition, he has worked as an adjunct professor, advisor, and supervisor at National Lewis University and Loyola University Chicago in the Department of Educational Leadership. A public school educator and educational leader for nearly 30 years, Lubelfeld has served as an assistant superintendent, a middle school associate principal, a principal, and a middle school teacher. He has experience teaching social studies, reading, and civics. Earning his doctorate in education in curriculum instruction allowed Lubelfeld to test theories of learning in action. He is the co-moderator of the monthly Twitter chat, hashtag soup chat, with Nick Polyak. He has authored a few books, and we are super excited for this interview today. Ah, so we're so excited to have you, Superintendent Dr. Michael Lubenbaum. Oh, my goodness. So excited to have you here. Okay, so I have a little history, whatever. It's someone I know on it. So I first met you and uh, Dr. Nick Poliak, also Superintendent of Chicago, during hashtag Soup Chat. I saw this Twitter chat happening for superintendents. I was like, hmm. I will learn from all these superintendents around the nation. So I think I literally messaged you both and said, I and then you both are so empowering and so wonderful. You said yes. And so finally in 2019 at the ASA NCE, I finally got to meet both of you. And I was just so excited that the, the warmth and the encouragement, the empowerment that you, you give through uh, Twitter and the uh, soup chat is also real in person. So it was so wonderful to meet you in person. And then shortly after I asked you and Dr. Nick Poliak uh, to see if you were willing to, with your new book, uh, lead the learning for the Unfinished Leader Leadership Book Chat, which you did for three Mondays. It was amazing. So that was a big, long introduction. But for those people who may not have had all those little experiences with you, will you please introduce yourself to our Ed Branding Podcast audience? Oh my gosh. Well, thank you, Renee. And thank you, Lynette. It is a total honor to be here with you. I'm pumped. So um, I am Mike Lubelfeld, Superintendent of Schools, North Shore School District 112. We are located in Highland Park, Illinois and Highwood, Illinois, which are two cities right on Lake Michigan, about eh, 25 or 30 miles north, directly north of Chicago. So, wow. Let me give you the quick sort of elevator pitch, right? I'm in my 30-something year in public education. I started as a middle school teacher in Bensonville, Illinois in 1993. I'd done some subbing the year before. And I've taught eighth grade world history, eighth grade American history, sixth grade world history, all that good stuff. Middle schools where my heart and soul has always been. Now it's just wherever, anywhere. Um, following my start in Bensonville, I actually went to Highland Park, where I'm currently at. So a uh, fun fact, I worked there for 13 years in four roles, 
teacher, associate principal, principal, assistant superintendent. Then I left. And then since 2010, I've been a public school superintendent in Illinois. And God willing, I'll go, you know, three more years, I get to do this job full time. Wow. I've been blessed with cool opportunities, amazing leaders, coaches, and friends who've helped me develop uh, whatever uh, opportunities I can have and, and create for others. And I'm just excited to be here and we'll talk about more stuff as we go on. So I hope that's a cool, brief, uh, just intro of, you know, who I am. It is. And let me tell you, you know, they always like superintendents look younger after they're done. You look good. You don't have to worry about your screenshot. Yeah, you look healthy. You don't look like you're like on the verge of a breakdown. You survived the pandemic. So good job. Good job. I'm going to tell my wife, okay? She's going to say, all right, yeah, maybe. Yeah, she's going to be like, so healthy. Working right. out. Right. Yourself. Good job, honey. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, hi. <laughs> this is our first time, I think, officially meeting. I feel like we know each other from social media, though, as yeah. per usual for, <laughs> for people in my life. Um, so I do want to start the interview with the same question that we ask everyone. It's kind of like our icebreaker. Um, Renee's brand is connection. My brand is tell your story in one word or short phrase. What would you say your brand is and why? Leadership development. So I'm going to use two words, leadership development. If you made me do one, I'd say developer. So the why is literally Lynette, since I was, I want to say a first year teacher, I've had guardian angels. Coaches, guides, and mentors, fellow teachers, administrators, community members who have tapped me on the shoulder and said, you know, you might have something inside of you that may be a little different, possibly a little more than what you're doing. And as I get a little bit older um, and try to keep my youthful, you know, excitement and happiness and positive psychology, a la Sean Acor and others, I believe the greatest value I can offer as a superintendent of schools is development of leaders at the senior level, at the junior level, and every level in between, who then can pay it forward and develop the capacity of the teachers, educational support staff, and then obviously the students, no matter what, always they're, they're the target. So leadership development in an effort to support student learning and growth. I love that. And it echoes what Terrence just told us, right? Where Terrence Davis, he's the superintendent of Banning Unified, my boss. Um, But he's also a great builder of leaders. And that's what he said. Like, I feel like my role as superintendent is to build those leaders. So then they can be great for our kids. Um, I love that. I think that's awesome. Thanks. And your positivity like radiates through the screen. I'll tell you that. (laughs) And that's him, Lynette. Okay, so that is him. So cool. I've never seen him with a frowny face. You know, not that I see him all the time, but, you know, (laughs) he had to work all day and then do those leadership book chats. And he came in with a big smile, ready to serve. So 100%. And I see that in, you know, I guess like the four or five years I've known you um, virtually and then in person, definitely. I see that in your posts, in the work that you're doing, the books that you author, all that good stuff. So that value, we calibrate and agree with you 100%. Yeah. I appreciate (laughs) that. Yeah. So speaking of those books, right, you and Nick have authored four books, The Unlearning Leader, Student Voice, uh, The Unfinished Leader. What's the one I'm leaving out? Okay. The one that's in publication right now as we speak 
Is the unfinished teacher becoming the next version of yourself? And that book and the unfinished uh, leader and student voice are also authored by PJ Capozzi, uh, Illinois Superintendent of the Year 2022, super duper guy. Um, yeah. So again, keeping that network going, getting the message out, unlearning, being unfinished, amplifying student voice. Uh, really, that's that's kind of who we are. That's that's what we're preaching and what we're trying to help develop in the generations of leaders. Yes, 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 yes. So tell us a little bit then, uh, I see your motivation to write the book and then tell us a little bit because I see that when you present, you often talk about both of your districts and I haven't had you know uh, the privilege to be with PJ in uh, the virtual setting yet. So that's why I always refer to the two of you because I know you two. So yeah, tell us a little bit more about how your own districts have influenced this work. Oh my gosh. All right. So and if I'm a little wordy, get the hook, get the music, you know, to, you'd say, okay, that's great. So I'm going to try to tell you, be concise. So in um, 2014, Nick and I met at an early superintendent leadership academy run by Illinois ASA called the Illinois School for Advanced Leadership or ISAL. It was um, their second cohort. It was really awesome. We became fast friends. Literally, we've become brothers from another mother, like crazy stuff. It, when that ended after 18 months, he and I were both transitioning to new districts. He was going uh, from central Illinois to suburban Chicago, and I was going from northwest suburban Chicago to north suburban Chicago. So for people not here, it doesn't, doesn't sound like it's a big deal, but these were kind of big, big growth opportunities for us. So after one of our convenings of the AASA National Superintendent Certification Corps, we were in Alexandria, Virginia, we came home, we went to a future ready summit, right? Tom Murray early, you know, a few years ago, early on, we were up in um, the northeast corner of Illinois, we see a video from this futurist, Jack Oldrich, and Jack asks a question, and he says, what two colors are a yield sign? So he's like, if you think they're yellow and black, raise your hands. I raised my hand real high and people in his audience were raising their hands. And he goes, all right, well, that was true if it was like 1977 or something really weird. And I'm talking 2016. So, okay, you're with me. Yield signs are and have been uh, red and white uh, since 1977. The issue is though, I learned they were yellow and black. I taught driver's ed in 1992. I swear to you, I think I taught they were yellow and black. Nick thought they were yellow and black. That's kind of a silly, weird thing, but I'm getting to my point, I swear. That got us to the point of we learned they were yellow and black. We know they're red and white. There's a difficulty of unlearning. Okay, so that's right there. Then I'll give you something pretty serious. You may have heard this. Commonly, people thought ulcers were caused by stress and spicy food. It was, you know, common, common, you know, knowledge or, or thought. It actually is caused by a particular strain of bacteria. So years ago, Dr. Barry Marshall presented this to a convening of medical professionals, and they laughed him off the stage. They're like, no. He came back the next year. They booed him off the stage. Long story short, it was proven to have taken about 18 years for Barry Marshall's discovery, scientific empirical fact, no question, to be widely learned and have the concept of spicy food and um, stress be unlearned. Nick and I look at each other. I'm in the Deerfield Public Schools. He's at Leiden Township High School. And we're like, wait a minute. If it takes 18 years 
before something is known, it's empirical, you, it's myth busted, it's real. If it takes 18 years before the, in, the industry organization implements that which is known and proven, apply it to us, we would have robbed every child that we both taught from grade K through 12 of it. We had this epiphany, you guys, this epiphany. We looked at our own organizations, we were doing some cool changes. That was how the unlearning leader leading for tomorrow's schools was born. And then kind of like a pebble turns into a, a boulder, we got with PJ on Student Voice in 2018. Uh, we got with PJ again shortly after the pandemic hit on the Unfinished Leader, a school leadership framework for growth and development. <clears throat> and now this latest book, really nervous and excited, a foray into the teacher world, the unfinished teacher becoming the next version of yourself. This is in reaction to some negative narratives about public education around our great nation and also some critical shortages. So this is our contribution to stem the tide of shortages and help folks become the next version of themselves. I'm sorry if that was long-winded, but that's really the story of the books. No, I appreciate that background. It's great information. <laughs> great information. Never too long-winded. Otherwise, we would have turned the music on. We have that music. Just nice. kidding. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so being the social media queen that I am, I would like to discuss your monthly Twitter chat. Hashtag okay. soup, soup chat. chat. Yes. So I do, um, so I don't participate, but I do stalk the soup chat. <laughs> <laughs> so I do look at it. Um, what made you start this and why should soups and aspiring soups participate? Oh my God. Thank you so much for the question. So you might laugh when I tell you the true origin story of this. It was not designed or even thought of to be to be what it's become, which is also kind of cool, right? We got to be agile and nimble as leaders. So um, in 2014, we were at that AASA National Superintendent Certification Convening uh, in Alexandria, really impactful, cool group of people. And we thought, what are we going to do from July to February in terms of staying connected with this really diverse group of people from Washington State at that point, all the way to Maine and from Minnesota to Alabama? I mean, talk about cool, right? So we're like, let's do a Twitter chat. You know, it's 2014. That makes sense. Well, we were talking about the hashtag, and we believe in soup chat, S-U-P-T, superintendent chat. So we found out that Pam Moran and Dan Frazier, really awesome people and superintendents at the time, had somehow created or started using that hashtag. And we reached out to them, picked up the phone, sent email, and they we told them what we were thinking. They said, okay. So we literally dropped it out there. And since October of 2014, we drew it about 10 uh, months a year, we we typically take off uh, July and August or June and July. Excuse me. We'll come back this August. Nick and I come up with questions. We either ask people for input. We talk about trends in the nation. We review leadership concepts, or we even talk about our books. We throw in some questions. We organize the chat. We pre-schedule everything on Hootsuite or TweetDeck or whatever, and then people show up from all over the world. From people from Canada, from the UK, from Australia, New Zealand, China, I mean, uh, Central and South America. It's amazing. 
and you don't need to be a superintendent to come in. Everybody is welcome at Soup Chat. If the topic intrigues you, come on in. You're always welcome. It's the first Wednesday of the month, or really during the school year, August through June, um, at 7 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, due to some of the weirdness with Twitter, like lately, you know, we don't get into any of that, but it's people have been a little weird. We've cut it from 60 minutes to 30 minutes. And quite honestly, Nick and I just joined threads via Instagram. So you may see us there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for asking, but it's open to everybody. It's all education all the time. Give yourself 30 minutes to be selfish, to focus on you and your own growth and development. And you, you uh, collect all of it, right? And a little wakelet, that's what you do. And you share that. Yeah. And what's cool. Oh my God, Renee, thank you. So over the years, we've used different aggregators to archive. And because it's technology, and you both know this really well, technology shifts and goes and companies buy and sell and people use. So whatever I can use, and I try to be for free, so it can be applicable to everybody. I try to use tools everybody can use. Whatever's free and I can figure out how to use I'll, I'll do my best to create an archive so you can go back and check it and use it and get like book recommendations and stuff like that anytime. Yeah, honestly, Wakelet is one of my favorites, not to have like a Wakelet commercial here, but um, <laughs> it's great. I use it for the resources for any time I present. It's just super user friendly. Um, it scrolls like social media, so it makes me happy. I hope they stay around because I don't want to have to move all of my boards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Right? Yes. Good. All right. So uh, I've been a member, so I kind of like sneakily became a member, but I realized I'm like, okay, I was going to nominate my superintendent at the time for this big award. She's so amazing. Dr. Marion Kim Phelps. She's now with Poway. She was um, in Westminster. So I was like, you know, looking at the side. Okay. Where do I find this? Where do I find that? I was like, oh, what do you know? I can become a member and I have to be a member to nominate her. So I became a member way back in 2015. And, um, you know, becoming a member actually really was one of the best career moves uh, that I think that I've made uh, because it really helped me to build my capacity at a national level. Um, the And I, I won't say everything because I'll let you say it, but I have a lot of good things to say about ASA. But why do you think people should join ASA, even if they're not a superintendent? I love it. And I'm so, I really appreciate uh, the question, um, uh, Renee. You, got, you guys are great. So AASA, AKA the Superintendents Association, it's been around since um, probably right after the Civil War. So it's a very long time association. And actually, originally, it was um, uh, integrated with the uh, NEA. So I believe, I believe, I believe I'm correct there. I hope I'm correct there. So it was teachers and administrators for many, many years. So its origins have always been the inclusivity of all educators. It's primarily the superintendents association to help us. There's probably 15,000 of us around the U.S. and Canada, um, but they have members who are directors and coordinators and principals and assistant superintendents because currently modern AASA has a leadership network. Um, proudly, I'm, I'm a member, you know, tiny uh, contributor to it. And I've personally been able to lead and co-lead uh, with Nick um, the AASA, Aspiring Superintendent Academy, hybrid learning model. 
And it, these are very precise names because if you want to become a superintendent or learn about what it's like, you can join the superintendent, uh, Aspiring Superintendent Academy for Women, Female Leaders. You can join it for Latino, Latina Leaders. Uh, you can join an Urban Superintendent Academy, either with USC Rossiter or Howard University. And you can do one of two in-person general Aspiring superintendent academies, one that's more in person, one like ours that's hybrid. The point being, there are academies, there's cohorts, there's leadership development. So I sent uh, the deputy superintendent of schools, Dr. Monica Schrader, from my district, uh, based on her interest, to the National Supervisor, Principal Supervisors Academy. And she learned some real cool things about developing principals she brought back to our district, and we do those. So I'd recommend anybody in leadership. Look at this because they just opened up a black educators cohort too. So educators of all different levels, uh, African-American uh, folks who want to get in and convene. And also whether we have affinity groups, whether we have mixed groups, whether we have both, it allows us to learn with and from each other. It allows us to transcend title and, you know, put some of that formality aside and say, look, we're all doing something for kids and we're all doing something to help support teachers and education. Let's put our heads together and where you are in your career at this time and space. Yeah, I want to work with everybody. Or as a woman leader, I want to have an affinity group with female leaders. That's awesome. They create all these spaces. And um I'm actually excited to announce I'll be coming to San Diego a couple times next year, not too far from your neck of the woods. Uh, I'm the uh, AASA and AVID partnership of what's called NILA, the National Instructional Leadership Academy, which is designed for teams of central office personnel to convene an AVID and the AASA are partners. And I'm, you know, the lead soup or whatever, you know, for AASA. Long story short, Join because you will be opening your eyes to opportunities you may or may not realize exist. And wherever you are in your particular journey and path, there's more than one opportunity for you. And like I've mentioned like 20 times, the National Superintendent Certification Program was a game changer for both me and for Nick. And a cool fun fact before I close this uh, answer Last year on the stage at AASA with National Superintendents of the Year, the gentleman from Maine, Jeremy Ray, member of that cohort, gentleman from Pennsylvania, Brian Troop, member of that cohort, kind of fun, kind of cool. So that's why. Yes. And on a little sidebar, they have a monthly magazine, a journal that's really well written uh, articles put together from researchers as well um, as superintendents, really practical. And then, yes, that yearly um, conference, NCE, really one of the best conferences I've been to. Uh, really, really good. And, you know, I praise to everyone that puts on conferences. They're all good. And I really, 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 and maybe it's because it's that national feel, right? You're hearing from people all over the nation. So you get to sit in a room and hear practices from other states and other superintendents and teams and say, hmm, how does that work in my context? And I did see you and Nick present there. That was the first time I got to see you present. I didn't go to another session with some friends so I could be there with you guys uh, for yeah. sure. And yeah, love your presentations. You guys are great. Uh, 100%. <laughs> 
uh, completely. So you kind of answered our next question. We wanted to ask you about the hybrid learning. So you did that. Um, but I will ask you this. You mentioned that uh, AASA started out, you know, teaming with NEA. And I actually heard some rumors from my superintendent. I don't know if it's real yet that there's maybe some teaming going together for this next conference between uh, NEA and ASA. So I'm excited to hear that. But beyond that, what other things uh, are currently, do you think, like hot topics uh, that people should be? Because I have there's an app. So I have the app. I get the updates. I get everything. So what are some things that you feel are some topics that AA, ASA is on top of that people should really subscribe to their newsletters and things like that? Well, they are all over the essence of superintendency in times of good and the essence of superintendency in times of bad. And, you know, I don't like to talk about bad or negative, but I acknowledge it and I deal with it. And, you know, from time to time, get upset here, too. So let's say there's a political issue in your community, wherever we are and forget, you know, whatever side of the aisle and stuff. How do we as organization systems and community leaders uh, navigate that? and maintain our diplomacy and our core values always and only, yet still maintain the dignity of everybody on both sides. AASA, the the School Administrator Magazine, our practitioners give us tips in real time that are actionable that help us do that. In addition, I learned about COSIN, the Consortium for School Networking, another national organization really for chief technology officers, but open to superintendents too, a lot of inclusive organizations, And COSIN has been on this edge of closing the equitable access to the internet. I'll just, you know, say it in quotes. Well, obviously, you've got a domino effect that cascades. If we're looking at access to the internet, well, that equity, that inclusion, those practices, there's like 30 things that we can spend like the next 20 years unpacking and trying to fix So the AASA will distill some of that for the superintendent, where COSIN will go into the greater details for the chief technology officers. But all of a sudden, we now, at our various levels and titles and stuff like that, have access to the same information set that allow us to go a different pathway. So they've got their hands on and their eyes and ears on basically everything that's current and contemporary. If someone's challenging your curriculum, different parts of the country, different districts, They can talk you through, maybe not your setting and your local community norms, but they can talk you through leadership traits. They're going to help you get through it. And again, always stick with your core values. And hopefully that means helping shape opinion and change the narrative. Sometimes, though, it does mean throwing your keys on the door, putting your key card on the table and walking away. And it's kind of an icky thing to say, but they'll help all of us get through that. So part of it is, Things we don't even know we don't know, especially for some of our um, junior to mid-level leaders who are switching positions and everything and dipping their toes in new posts. Organizations like this and your you know, uh, state affiliates too, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely join your state affiliates on everything. They will provide informational topics and do-nows and how-tos they're going to really help make us stronger leaders, which is, you know, that's how I'll close my response uh, on that one. I appreciate it, though. You've given our listeners so much to so much food for thought, but also so much info on these wonderful organizations that I think people don't always take full advantage of. 
And if I could say real quick, just one yeah. more plug. <laughs> and I'm not getting paid by ASA, but I know you're deep in and I know your heart's there too. Uh, I will just say from being in the Soups Academy, you know, we wound up being on, I wound up being on a panel, wound up being able to present side by side with other aspiring superintendents. Uh, two years in a row, they allowed me to do like the little media takeover. So I mean, I'm not even a superintendent yet. And there was this trust of like, hey, you can be a part of this, you can participate, we welcome you in. So um, yes, join your local, local organizations and still you have the mothership of ASA there for you. There you go. You guys are awesome. This is so cool to talk about this. And really branding is getting your message out there. You are amazing. And we all have to get that that oomph sometimes because educators are sometimes so humble that they don't want to ever appear of being showy or pushy or, you know, look at me. And, and we we have to balance that real rough tightrope of saying, no, look at my district, look at the teachers in my district, and here are some things that I'm doing that I've got an opportunity to share with you. It's not about me, it's about the process and about the outcome. So we have to encourage people to have that courage to do their brand and share their brand and get it out there because we are going to benefit from them we need them to talk and amplify their voice. So thank you for helping people learn how to do it in such a professional way. Really. Thank you. We're just trying to change that mindset on that brand word. Like it's not a bad thing. People love it. <laughs> Embrace it. Um, so th thank you so much for your time. This interview has been incredible. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? I simply want to say thank you. I'm so proud to be here and um, just keep listening. Tell your friends to listen to the podcast. And if you ever have any questions, if I could ever be of service, I'm all over. I'm on social media, Voxer, uh, you know, Twitter, LinkedIn. So look me up. I'd be happy to chat with you if I could be of any assistance or support anytime. Yeah, we'll add all of your info on the show notes. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. Ah, Lynette, another masterclass with another master superintendent. Just so amazing, Michael Lubefeld. So lucky to have him in our space. And just thinking about him when he talks about his brand, you know, being developing leadership, um, so important. And that's really the legacy work, right? For each of us is to look around and say to ourselves, like, who are we gonna help? How are we gonna help uh, to build the capacity so they can build capacity and so on and so forth. As he said, for staff, for scholars and community families, what resonated with you in this amazing episode? All of that as well. I mean, I, great leaders build great leaders. I, I really believe that. And so uh, it was cool to get to actually talk to him after, you know, stalking him on social media and the soup chat, which they do talk about the most amazing topics. And I like to read and learn. I'll probably try to participate a little bit more now that he's like, it's super inclusive. Um, just a really good person. I'm, I'm all about people's vibes and he has a really good vibe, <laughs> but, uh, just really great nuggets of information for our, um, audience as well. So great episode. Yeah, actually we're going to have to hit him up and say, Hey, cause he does allow people, they allow people to host their soup chat. So, uh, we'll, we'll have to hit him up and be like, Hey, right? do one on branding and uh, uh, hashtag ed branding takeover. Ed branding. Yeah, <laughs> sure. That'd be fun. 
All right. And then uh, just in case people didn't hear on another episode, because we're not doing these in order, tell everyone, Lynette, please, about what you're doing with our friends at Calza. Oh, yes. With Robert Lopez and Chris Goki, Brianna Benavides, we have formed Connect Ed. Connect Ed is uh, an opportunity for us to help more districts on telling their stories and really maximizing uh, their their persona on social media, um, really connecting with their communities, uh, getting to know the people in their communities and allowing their communities to get to know them. So we offer uh, some great PDs. We offer some social media takeovers if you desire. Um, Of course, I offer the brand ambassador program where we can facilitate that for uh, your staff. So if you're interested in maximizing how to tell your story, uh, the info is in the show notes. It's connected uh, underscore comms on most social media platforms, but I'll put it in the show notes. Perfect. Okay. So as always, if you haven't already, please uh, follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Listen to us. Download the episodes. We're over a thousand downloads and listen separately now. So it's very exciting. And also we have our YouTube channel. So please uh, subscribe and like. And uh, I don't know who will be the next guest, but it's, it's, it's destined to be an excellent guest like always, Lynette, right? For sure. For sure.